0: Hello and welcome back to the Lockdown Blues podcast, part of the Lockdown Live Network and your number one source for daily blues content. I am your host, Josh Hyman. We are going with a nice, easy solo episode today. I know Tommy had one yesterday, uh, but I'm taking this one today. So uh, I know Tommy gave his thoughts on the Dallas Stars advancing to the cup final, but I'm going to be weighing in on that as well. Give my thoughts, um, talk about their run and and sort of of the potential similarities to the Blues run from last year because there's some definite uh, definite um, <coughs> so, so similarities there for sure. Um, so we'll get into that. And then the Tampa Bay Lightning were unable to advance past New York Islanders last night in another, another overtime thriller of a game. Um, Tampa's first loss in overtime in the playoffs, uh, double overtime. So we'll get into that as well. But first and foremost, I want to talk about the Dallas Stars um, and their and their success. I know I was uh, I don't want to say talking a little shit, but I guess sort of uh, under under appreciating them, um, and they and they proved me wrong for sure. They came out and just really dominated Vegas uh, in in five games, a lot of low scoring games. Vegas never scoring more than uh three goals and the only time they scored three goals was in their victory but other than that i mean dallas won game one one to nothing an absolute defensive battle and then game two was a three nothing victory for vegas so you could argue that that was a similar defensive battle could have gone either way uh stolen by a hawk goalie and then game three um an ot game dallas won that one in an overtime Um, three to two. So yet another close game, you know, down to the wire, low scoring and Dallas comes out on top. Um, And then in game four, another similar game, two to one victory for Dallas uh, it's just those those gritty games that, that you got to win uh, we say that all the time and and they, they pulled away with that one there um, and then in the last game they won three to two in overtime I'll talk about that a little bit um, just because it was their, their Stanley Cup clinching game but uh, they actually were down two nothing in the third <laughs> Um, with 10 minutes to go in the third. And, and Bannon, of course, Kivaranta scored to tie it up. And then Garianov, three and a half minutes into overtime, uh, sent Dallas to the Stanley Cup final. But, I mean, they're, they're finding all sorts of ways to win, and, and that's what it takes to win a Stanley Cup a lot of the time. So props to the Dallas Stars for sure. Um, looking at the, the series as a whole, um, obviously, Kudobin has been unbelievable um up until this point but also Miro Heiskanen with 22 points uh 17 of them being assists and then Denis Gurianov leading the team with nine goals uh is is crazy they're getting a lot of a lot of uh help from their younger players and, it, and it's um paying off for sure you know looking at the leaderboard Miro Heiskanen is is the third is third in in terms of points for rem- players remaining um and then obviously Braden Point, Nikita Kucherov, are first and second, uh, not counting Nathan McKinnon, but it's, it's been a, it's been a unsus- unsuspecting run for the Dallas stars. Um, a lot of guys that you wouldn't, wouldn't necessarily look to, to, to produce have been producing for them and well, it's, it's been paying off, um, as they've they've made their first Stanley Cup appearance in a while, um, and, and looking back, sort of the similarities to the Blues um, that I was that I was alluding to earlier, the uh, the the first thing that stands out is is um, that they. Um, they started out their season really, really poorly. They started out one seven and two, which again, not exactly the the as as lengthy of a of a drought that the Blues had, but they started out really, really poorly. I know the the, the r- rumors and, and news wasn't looking good around them. You know, a lot of a lot of criticism internally and stuff like that. They've been they've been struggling uh, in the past few years, and I know. Uh, management and their ownership hasn't hesitated to to voice their concerns so it was another sort of shaky start for them and rumors were swirling oh is the stars they gotta blow it up and then they they got it back together um took a long period off obviously as every team did and came into the into the bubble and, and really just impressed and 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 just did what did what they needed to do in every single series you know First series, tough, tough matchup against Calgary. They won in six and then round two um, against Colorado, a really, really dominant offensive team. They they miraculously held on and won in seven. That was a crazy back and forth series. And now, next thing you know, an easy five game series against Vegas, and they're well rested heading to the Cup final. Um, you know, obviously, another striking example of the Blues' run is that double overtime win in round two um, that they had. Just obviously strikingly similar to St. Louis and their um, and their run last year, but. Yeah, it, it's stars proved me wrong. Um, I will say I told you so. But I mean, if you look at the regular season numbers, they've really flipped it on its head. Like they were 26th in goals per game with 2.58. Granted, their defense was spectacular in the regular season, and that has proved to be a um, uh, a consistent thing throughout the throughout the playoffs as well. But they they definitely uh, are playing the game that they need to play. They came out of a really tough West. Uh, they played some gritty gritty teams. Teams in um, there, and, and they they managed to come out on top. Looking more at their the team stats for them, they're still not scoring at the highest rate. I mean, they're they're in terms of they're scoring less than the Islanders, but surprise, this looks like yeah, so less than the Islanders, less than Tampa. Um, so they they but uh, and then a little higher than Vegas. Obviously, Vegas isn't in it anymore, but they're still the lowest scoring team um, remaining. And their defense honestly hasn't been as consistent as it was in the regular season, allowing uh, three goals per game. So they've been about middle of the pack in terms of playoffs for defensively. Their power play has been really, really good at 27.3%. Um, probably easily the best of teams that have made it this far. Um, so that that's, that's something that's to look out for with them is they've been deadly when they get that man advantage. And that's, that's something that you really need to, or something that often leads to a lot of playoff success. I wouldn't say need to, because we saw the exact opposite with St. Louis last year, but (laughs) OS that, that's definitely helping them out and then penalty kill is is pretty good as well in terms of remaining teams only Vegas ranks above them Tampa's penalty kill is very similar 83 point three for Dallas 83 point one for Tampa so I wouldn't be surprised uh, if it really comes down to special teams um, in in the long run I keep saying Tampa it could be near the Islanders as well but either team the special team is gonna is gonna be important um, it always is as as we know but um, yeah Dallas uh, has been really consistent all around. They're, it's surprising that their defense, which was one of their strengths in the regular season, didn't exactly carry over into the playoffs. But then, I mean, th- their offense has been just miles better than than it was in the regular season. They couldn't score goals for the life of them, and now they have one of the better offenses um, going for them, which is really impressive. And then you look at the probably the shining star, the potential um, Colin Smythe candidate, Anton Kudobin. He's twelve and six uh, with a nine twenty save percentage and a two six two goals allowed with a shutout. He's just been spectacular for them. Leads the leads the or not leads second in the league in save percentage. Uh, second in wins behind only behind only on Dre Vasilevsky. So if Tampa does come out on the other side, we can see a very, very good goaltending battle um, throughout the series, which would be exciting. But first, before we get into anything else, I do want to tell you about our friends over at Roman. Now, talking about erectile dysfunction is never easy. Usually, we can just brush it off or blame ourselves, saying things like, oh, I lost my mojo, wasn't having it tonight, or you just avoid it altogether, making excuses or jokes or whatever, and you, you push it off. But with Roman, it is easy to talk about it. With a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication, it's simple, safe, and totally Discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to getroman.com/xxx and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there's Roman an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to getroman.com slash locked on NHL today. If approved you'll get fifteen dollars off your first order of ED treatment. That's GetRoman.com slash locked on NHL. Getroman.com slash locked on NHL. Now, if you're like me, if you're if you're a college student like me or just in general Money's tough right now. Money's tight, and, and you don't have oh, you can't you don't have a whole lot of opportunity to to be making yourselves five star meals every day. But if you need something quick, you need something easy, you need something convenient, check out DoorDash. DoorDash is the app that brings you food you're craving right now, right to your door. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with a new contactless delivery drop off setting. With over three hundred thousand partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can support your local go tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle. Wendy's and the Cheesecake Factory many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery just open the DoorDash app select your favorite local restaurant and your food will be left at your door DoorDash deliveries are now contactless to keep communities we operate in safe. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. That is $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKEDONNHL. Don't forget, that's code LOCKEDONNHL for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. All right, now we're heading into the second half of today's episode. Uh, Middle segment, we're going to be talking about the uh, game last night between Tampa Bay Lightning and New York Islanders and then as well as what the rest of the series is looking like and my thoughts on if the if the Lightning can hold on and then after the last break we will get into the Blues news that came out today um some some scouting personnel moving over to Arizona uh, Bill Armstrong became the GM or was named GM of the Arizona Coyotes so I will get into that in a bit but first last night the New York Islanders and Tampa Bay Lightning played in game five Tampa led the series three to one so they needed to win to move on and the Islanders were just trying to just trying to stay alive Uh, early on in the first Ryan Pulock scored on the power play to give the Islanders a one nothing lead and it was looking good for the Isles for a while there Uh, closed out the first strong but early on in the second Victor Hedman tied up the game at one and that is the way it stayed for a very very long time Uh, went into the third period out tied at one stayed that way and then it goes into overtime Back and forth, stays that way. Some miraculous saves on both ends. And then in double overtime, a little over 12 and a half minutes in. Anders Lee and Jordan Everly go down on a two-on-one. Lee dishes it to Everly, someone who's been who's really been struggling to finish in these playoffs. And Everly can't miss this one, doesn't miss this one, puts it past Vasilevsky. Islanders win two to one and survive to see another day. Wow. Um Did not expect that result, especially uh, right away. thing that jumps off the screen to me is the shot differential. The Lightning had 37 shots, which isn't even that much for uh, an overtime and a half of extra hockey, but... The the New York Islanders threw a full regulation, full overtime, and then 12 minutes into another overtime only managed 24 shots on goal, but they still pulled out a victory. Um, Faceoffs were also very similar, 55% for the Islanders, 1 for 3 on the power play for the Islanders, 0 for 3 for the Lightning. So once again, special teams being the difference maker. Um, hits were really even 75 to 70 favoring the Islanders block same thing 32 to 30 favoring the Islanders and giveaways only one that the the lightning won they it, they had 26 giveaways to the Islanders 31 but man what a series the Islanders uh, are pesky they just don't don't give up do they uh, they're they're hard to get rid of and and I know that's what we've been saying this whole Tommy and I have both been saying this this whole playoffs is is they're they're hanging around they're sort of that Cinderella team uh, but then again so are the or the Dallas Stars so what a, what a what a crazy year this could be if we end up with like a Dallas Stars New York Islanders Stanley Cup Final that would be bizarre um, looking initially at the stats this game for the Islanders they're the first thing that one thing that really jumps out to me is their defense was pretty well balanced um Nick Letty, Adam Pellick, both had around 31 minutes. Pulock Mayfield and Taves all had around 29 minutes. So they had five defensemen that they really just played an e- equal amount. Um, and then obviously they run in a seven defensemen. So Andy Green played 20 minutes and Johnny Boychuk played 12. But they have five reliable defensemen um, that, they, that they can stick out there for a long time. And their defensemen are have, were really good physically. Um, three hits for Letty, seven for Pellick, six for Pulock five for Mayfield, five for Boychuk and his limited minutes, so I was just playing a really tight-checking game, making it tough for the for the Lightning to get high-danger opportunities, and then Semyon Varlamov was great as well, stopping 29 out of 30 shots uh, at even strength and 36 out of 37 in total for a 973 save percentage in 91 minutes of ice time. So this Pesky Islanders team just not giving up, um, forcing a game six, uh, giving the Dallas Stars a little bit more time to rest. Looking at the Lightning, they were without Braden Point that game um, and Steven Samkos, obviously, but Braden Point being the more relevant one as he was a game time decision, so that was definitely huge for them. He's been, probably without a doubt, their best player um, and maybe maybe the best player left in the playoffs, so if and when they get him back for Game 6, that could be huge. That could be the difference maker. Um, looking at the Lightning, Nikita Kucherov played a lot of minutes. Um 36 minutes managed five shots on goal which led the way for the Islanders could didn't put up any points though. Uh, had a couple giveaways. Um looking out looking around the Lightning still play, they played pretty well uh, all around their forwards were were good again just again couldn't get those opportunities. Um and as far as their defense goes, uh Hedman obviously led the way 36 minutes for him, he scored a goal, he was great. Um I don't know really know what more you could ask for if you're the Lightning they played a really good game, but the Islanders just played a better one. Uh, well, you know, what more can you ask for in terms of the rest of the series? Uh, game, game six is the 17th. So tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow at 8 PM, uh, a chance for the Tampa Lightning to once again, end this series, but like who knows the Islanders the continue to be pesky, continue to stick around and make it difficult on them. Um, but yeah, who who knows? It's, it's going to be exciting. Uh, the, the The lack of game sevens or the lack of uh, deep series early on definitely changed t- tone lately. Um, and and we've gotten some some good competitive series, some good comebacks. So I'm I'm, I'm loving this so far. I wish the Blues could have done the same, obviously, but these have been some entertaining series for sure. And uh, I'm enjoying it. Well, lasts. we're almost at the end. It feels like forever. We were just complaining about not having hockey, and the next thing you know, we're, we're almost in the last round. But for now, just enjoy what we can. Got a, got a great series here between Tampa and the Islanders, and whichever team moves on, uh, I think might give Dallas a, a, a run for their money. I think Tampa would be a little bit better matched up against Dallas, but as we've seen, Tampa's not maybe not always as dominant as they should be. So, hopefully, Dallas or Dallas is hoping that if they were to face Tampa, that they could sort of do what the Islanders are doing right now and just be pesky and and stick around, but we'll, we'll definitely see. I'm looking forward to that, that uh, game six for sure. I'll be tuning in. All right, we're getting close to the end of today's episode, so I want to tell you about our friends over at Built Bar. You know them. You love them. I love them. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever, but the new and improved Built Bar is even more delicious. There's 18 amazing flavors, including nut and nut-free variations, and then there's six brand new delicious variations. Caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry bar See lemon almond cheesecake and carrot cake as well as apple almond crisp are the new flavors as well as the classics like peanut butter banana bread mint brownie double chocolate they're delicious and every single bar is covered in 100% chocolate they're soft they're easy to chew um, one of the best tasting protein bars not one of the best tasting protein bar I have ever had and the best part is they're healthy they're great for the health, health conscious person you can lose or maintain weight while still indulging in a delicious treat they're low calorie low sugar high protein high fiber great for someone on a diet um, if you're looking at, let's say, the, the brand new cookies and cream flavor, you're getting 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, four grams of sugar, and four grams of net carbs. So don't miss out. They're really good and really good for you. Go to builtbar.com and use promo code LOCKED ON, and you'll get $10 off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED ON for $10 off at builtbar.com. And I'll be right back with the end of today's episode. All right. All right. In other news, um, news came out today that Bill Armstrong, who was the director of scouting, I believe, for St. Louis, um, not Doug Armstrong, the GM but bill Armstrong is leaving, leaving the blues organization. He's going to become the general manager of the Arizona coyotes. Um, first and foremost, congratulations to the coyotes and congratulations to bill Armstrong. They are getting a absolute stud of a, of a prospect, um, a prospect. I don't know. I don't know the term, uh, uh, scouting director. I guess you could say someone who's, who's good with scouting. Cause man, has he, has he been responsible for some of the, the good picks Blues have made lately. I know, uh, uh, Pareko was a lot to do with him and like you other first round picks like Robert Thomas, but also their deeper picks uh, that they, they've gotten steals in the later rounds. Um, it's all, it's all been him. Any, anything, uh, scouting prospect related, um, all all stems down from him. So he's been great in that role for the blues. Um, I feel like kind of felt like this was coming for a while now. I always felt like he was capable of, of, of more of better just because of how damn good he's been, uh, in a limited role in St. Louis. I, I, I'm not surprised that a team looked at him for a GM. It sucks that he's going to be the GM in our division soon when Arizona moves over to the central once Seattle joins, but... Props to them. Um, in terms of the Blues, I think this is a, a pretty big blow. Once again, similar to the of art thing, maybe one that you don't you don't initially look at and go, oh, geez, that sucks. Like, it's not a big name. You're not a general manager, head coach, anything like that. But a really important position in this organization, and I hope that there's someone who can fill in his shoes, um, especially with a prospect covered being a little depleted right now for St. Louis. They could definitely use a... A, uh, a guy to fill in that position. Um, he's 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 damn good at his job. He's really, really important for this organization, and I'm happy to see him go. I'm happy for him. I'm happy for the Coyotes, but it's this is tough. Um, it's been a tough offseason so far. Uh, a lot of bad news for Blues fans, and whether it be the Tarasenko surgery, Petrangelo talks aren't going as well as we'd hoped. Savard so leaving uh, his coaching position, and now Bill Armstrong, it's a tough off season for sure um i mean that's to be expected after you win a cup you know it's kind of how the window works is you got to reset because guys are guys are on expiring contracts but it's tough with the cap staying with the cap staying the same too that's probably the biggest thing um that 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 changed things up for the blues uh this off season so Buckle up. It's going to be fun. Um, But we are getting to the end of today's episode. So I think I'm going to wrap this one up. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Uh, Be sure to follow uh, the Locked on Blues Twitter and Instagram account at Locked on Blues to stay up to date with everything that we're doing as well as getting a few audio clips here and there. Follow me on Twitter at Josh Hyman NHL. Thanks so much for listening. Enjoy the rest of the week, the rest of the episodes this week. It's going to be fun.